Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Robbie Reviews, our newest podcast on the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Hey, I'm Robert with Limitless Broadcasting Network, and you might know me from shows like You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast, The Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain, and more. I'm here to talk to you about my new show. It's a new movie review podcast show. So if you are into movies just like I am, you're going to love this podcast. It's going to exclusively premiere on the Limitless Broadcasting Network. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Your whole life can change in an instant. About 50 million adults in the United States have chronic pain, and because of a car accident, Robbie is one of them. In their marriage vows, Robbie and Sammy promise to stand by one another and provide strength when needed, and lately they've been facing some of their biggest challenges. Join them as they share the ups and downs of living with chronic pain. Hello, everybody. This is The Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain. We're your hosts, Robbie. And Sammy. And we have a special guest for you on this episode. We're very excited. Who do we have with us? We have Dr. James Barrow, uh, who does your acupuncture. Yeah. yeah. Inter- introduce yourself. Sure. Uh, my name is Jim Barrow. I'm a doctor of oriental medicine. I've been doing this for over 20 years. I absolutely love doing it because the people that I see are people who've seen most everybody else. We're kind of like the last stop. And uh, it's really neat when you can help somebody that's already uh, been through the gamut of things and we're still able to give them satisfactory results. So I love doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So kind of start in the beginning. How did you get into this field? Sure. (laughs) You know, uh, I really, you know, 30 years ago, I would not have expected that I was, I would be an acupuncturist today. But um, when I was in the Navy, I was stationed in Jacksonville, was my first duty station. And uh, I had been looking a long time for a Chinese martial arts master. Uh, You know, one of the shows in the 1970s that I was really inspired by uh, was a show called Kung Fu with David Carradine. And, uh, you know, I was just like every other kid out there, I was wondering, man, I wonder if that stuff was real. And, um, and so I read a lot about Chinese martial arts specifically. 
Um, but I never found a master, a true master of what we call internal energy cultivation until when I was stationed in Jacksonville, I met a fellow um, who's actually a Shaolin master, a true Shaolin master. And uh, long story short, in the, you know, in the training with this, with Sifu John Palillo, um, it was amazing. We'd be standing in a meditative posture, uh, embracing the middle Dantian, and you got to hold still for 45 minutes. And after a while, you just want to stop and, and just every muscle in your body was on fire. And this guy would come behind you. He would just put his hands across your back. He wouldn't touch you, but he'd just move his hands across your back and instantly all the pain went away. Felt like, like, like you were filled with helium, like you weren't even using your muscles anymore. And I'm like, man, I got to learn more about this stuff. And so that was Chinese martial arts. And I'd ask him a lot of questions. And usually his answer was, just stand in the corner and meditate. And after doing that for four years, it'll come to you. And, you know, that was just, that wasn't an answer to my question. I really, I wanted to know how this stuff actually worked. And so as I read more, the more that I read, uh, it was pointing me toward oriental medicine. And so in oriental medicine, it explains about, you know, how it is that these, you know, these little guys can do these amazing feats of strength and in, in these other seemingly supernatural things. And that's what inspired me uh, into oriental medicine. And so as I began to read a lot about oriental medicine, I was like, hey, man, I think I want to do that. I think I want to try acupuncture. I tried it as a patient. I went to go see an acupuncturist in Jacksonville. I didn't have anything wrong with me, but I was just fascinated with what I was reading about. And so uh, he, I had a little bit of knee pain he was treating me for. I had like three or four sessions and it gave me an introduction into it. And then, uh, you know, I'd, I'd made up my mind. I said, man, I want to do this for the rest of my life. And so I went to school for oriental medicine here in Orlando uh and um i've been doing it for over 20 years very cool how long is the schooling well it's a four-year curriculum okay and, and the school awards both a bachelor's and a master's degree at least in the state of florida that's what the standard curriculum is <clears throat> and what that does after you have a master's of oriental medicine then you're allowed to take the the licensure board in the state of Florida, like like every other licensure, you have nurses, medical doctors, chiropractors all have a licensure, and we have our licensure as well. And in fact, in the state of Florida, we're considered to be primary healthcare physicians. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Yeah, maybe. yeah, we can't do surgeries or prescribe medicines like a medical doctor can, but if a patient decides to come to us as their primary healthcare physician, we can order labs. Uh, I usually like to get their primary medical doctor or our uh, osteopathic doctor involved uh, because when you start to get into western medicine you want their expertise on Mm. uh, what's going on but sometimes we need to order labs okay okay that's cool Mm -hmm. that's very cool yeah Yeah, that's that's one of the great things about working with dr thomas you know um, i'm new to this office i've only been here a month Okay, uh, but I've been uh, I've known Dr. Thomas for at least 18 years. Okay, and, uh, it's a really you know it's a great thing to be able to work in the same office with somebody who has the other side of that discipline, and mm-hmm. um, we're able to talk to each other about. I bet it makes it easier if you need something, you can just go across the hall and say, "Hey, oh, this yeah. is what I need. Right? Can yeah. you help me out?" Oh yeah, it's it's awesome. So. How did you get to know Dr. Thomas? I mean, you've known each other for 18 years, but how did that kind of happen? Yeah, you know, our paths just crossed a couple of times, uh, a couple, three times over the last, <clears throat> probably starting about 18 years ago. I can't remember when the first time it was. We might have been at some convention or something like that, but we, you know, we talked to each other a little bit and just get to know each other. And we, 
Um, you know, we knew each other by reputation, uh, but not much socially other than that. And then what happened recently, um, not to get into a, a digression of what, where my office has been for the last year, but I was in, temp in temporary office for the last year. Dr. Thomas and I, we share a lot of patients. Um, we, we treat uh, the same patient. And one of my patients overheard him saying that he was moving to this new facility. And they said, well, you know, Dr. Barrow's looking for a place to, to practice. And so we started talking a few months ago and uh, made a decision. And so I, uh, I came here about a month ago. I know he was talking to me before you guys actually did the mm -hmm. switch and he was very excited to have you in the, in the practice, in the office. Mm -hmm. So I oh, yeah. knew yeah. that was going to happen. Yep. Yeah. We've been talking about it for months. I, I haven't been publicly putting it out there with my patients until the very last minute, because I had so many opportunities that just kind of fell through over the last year. And I just didn't want to get everybody's hopes up until I knew where I was. Mm -hmm. so, so I'm glad I'm glad to be here now. So what is acupuncture? Like what, can you break that down for us? Like, can you explain it to us? Mm -hmm. in sure. Terms? Yeah. It's a very mysterious concept to us Westerners. But basically what we're doing is we're stimulating a system of electromagnetic currents. We have 12 electromagnetic currents in the body, and this is a system that's completely separate from the nervous system. We affect the nervous system with these channels of electromagnetic current, but this is a complete, uh, completely different system. And the reason why Western medical science didn't recognize it until 1985 is because when you open the body, you don't see anything. There's no tissue like a nerve, there's no blood vessel. These are simply electromagnetic currents but in 1985, there was a scientist named Pierre de Varnajoul, and what he did was took a radioactive isotope called Technetium-99. He injected into the site where the acupuncture showed them, and with a gamma camera, they were able to watch that isotope flow exactly in the manner that the Chinese have been mapping for thousands of years. In 90 minutes, it came right back to the same spot where the acupuncture had put it originally. And they took samples of what was in the channel versus outside the channel, and they found that the concentration of hormones and nutritive fluids were 90% higher in these channels. So these are like rivers of hormones that flow throughout our body. They just don't have a vessel like a blood vessel to contain them. And so what, what we do with acupuncture is we are stimulating that electromagnetic current, and that's going to bring in the healing liquids into the areas that we're directing. Like, you know, if you've got inflammation in the neck, you got herniated discs or things that are pressing on those nerves, then we can reduce the inflammation that is in that area in some cases, we're actually to, able to help a disc come back into place, depending on each circumstance. But mm -hmm. I've actually seen before and after MRIs of that actually happening. That would be nice. Yeah. So that's you know that's a that's a way of acupuncture working for pain relief. Is we're sending those healing hormones into an area to reduce inflammation. But each of these channels also connects to a different organ system. And so anything that has to do with the internal organs, we can also affect uh, everything from kidney stones to acid reflux to um, uh, hormonal issues for women. Uh, oriental medicine, acupuncture is a complete system of medicine that's been around for thousands of years. Uh, there's actually architectural artifacts that uh, are thousands of years old um, that are tools for acupuncture. So what happens when you put an acupuncture needle in an acupuncture point? That's, you know, the real question we're asking. Yeah. But it's, you know how it is that a compass needle points toward magnetic north, right? Mm-hmm. 
that's a demonstration of how steel and an electromagnetic field influence each other. One will always move the other. If you have a piece of steel that is stationary, it is influencing the electromagnetic field in its immediate area. And so as we put these little pieces of steel in these areas of high electromagnetic influence on the body, it is moving electromagnetic current simply by the principle of the steel and the electromagnetic current. So don't ask me how the Chinese figured this out thousands of years ago, but here we are today still doing yeah. it. I, I'll tell you, when you have the needle in you, you don't feel it. You don't feel that going on. You just right. feel it like you have a pin in your neck, in your arm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, some people, and, and depends on each circumstance and different people, some people will report that they have little sensations going on. Okay. And uh, that sometimes is the current flowing. Sometimes in 10% of the cases, especially at the first treatment, a patient may experience a little increase in pain after treatment. It's because we're trying to move energy flow through an area that doesn't want to flow. Yes. Mm -hmm. so if we're moving energy through there. If it does not break that dam down instant, you know, right away, then that right. energy will build up and the sensation of pain may increase, but right. later right. on it'll, it'll release. And that's, you know, um, people ask me, are there any side effects of acupuncture? Well, that's, that's a common side effect. Like I said, about 10% of the time, especially a new patient may have that experience. We don't want you to have more pain. We want you to have less pain, but the first one or two treatments that could possibly happen. Well, your body has to kind of get used to it. Exactly. And that's what I was telling Sammy, like I'm going through all these treatments, but mm -hmm. my body's not used to it yet. So mm -hmm. we're just going to see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I knew that you and Dr. Thomas wouldn't put me anything, put me through something that wasn't beneficial for right. me. Exactly. So sure. that's why I was like, okay, when you joined the practice, I was excited to to meet you and be be your patient. Oh, thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. So what are the potential benefits of acupuncture? Sure. You know, like I said earlier, it's a complete scope of, or a complete system of medicine. In Oriental medicine, uh, in China, there is a remedy for everything from cancer to cold and flu. Mm -hmm. Now, given that, there are things that I feel more comfortable in treating and things I don't feel comfortable with treating. Cancer is one of them that you do need special attention uh, to the patient, their history. You need to have close interaction with their prime, with their um, um, ologists. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, that type of attention would skew my practice. And so I would say, you know, if someone's going to get treatment for cancer specifically with oriental medicine, they should seek somebody out that specializes in that. Okay. Um, I treat almost everything else. Um, pregnancy is another one. Uh, we help uh, women to become pregnant uh, with fertility, both men and women. However, once a woman is pregnant, um, that goes into a realm of you've got to you've got to be specializing in that if you're going to treat a, a pregnant woman with acupuncture. And do you do that? I do not. Okay. Uh, again, it's like um, uh, you know, being an obstetrician, you're specializing in that. Right, right. And I would recommend that somebody would go into uh, if they're looking for care while they're pregnant to seek somebody else that, that okay. specializes in that. So, but I treat just about everything else. So. Okay. So what, can you be more specific? Like what, what would somebody come to you? Like I come to you because I need you to help me with pain. Yeah. So yeah, we see a lot of neck and back pain. 
That's mm -hmm. the most common thing that I see. Um, everything from car crashes to, uh, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden my back hurts. Um, you wake up one morning, that happens a lot. Um, the, uh, the other thing that we see uh, very commonly are uh, women who are going through menopause or women who are having problems with uh, you know, other female hormonal disorders. Acupuncture and oriental medicine is very effective. Um, the uh, fertility is something, you know, when, when people are trying to get pregnant, um, it's incredible how effective oriental medicine is. Uh, everything from um, helping women with fibroids and, and cysts and things like that uh, to helping men as they get older. I'm seeing a lot of younger men even um, that are, are having uh, problems with uh, erectile dysfunction. That's a very big thing. Uh, stress is a very, very big thing. It affects both men and women in profound ways. So let me ask you, so how does a typical session go? Like I walk into your office, how does it usually go? Like, what do you do? Sure. Well, we have a little bit of paperwork that helps me understand what's going on as far as your medical history is concerned. Um, and then after you fill that out, we take you back and um, we talk a little bit about specifically what you're here for, what your goals are, um, and what I think I can do to help you out. Um, typical patient will come in, they've got low back pain, they've had it for three years, uh, they had a car wreck, and uh, you know, the, uh, the care that they've had has been exhausted through uh, you know, whatever means that they were attempting to do before, mm -hmm. uh, and they still have pain. So they come to us, and my goal with a chronic condition like that is for someone to be either greatly relieved or out of pain after 10 to 15 treatments, which is about two and a half, three months. Okay. My hope, my hope is, is that after, um, and that, that, that's a typical thing in most chronic conditions, there are certain people that are, they're going to, they're going to need more treatment than that. They're going to be, um, a longer period. Uh, some people with a chronic condition, they get, they get really quick results in the beginning. But um, most people, after each treatment, I'm hoping that you're gonna get some pain relief, anywhere from a few hours to a few days that'll last. Uh, that's why in the beginning, we wanna see a patient two times a week for two weeks, mm -hmm. and then one time a week thereafter for about 10 to 15 treatments. You can come more often if you like, but at least once a week is what we need in order to make progress in most chronic conditions. Um, and there, there are different, um, different treatment strategies for different things as well. But uh, most chronic conditions, that's what it looks like. So when I go into your office, you sit me down and uh, I, I was lay, just going to ask about your some table. of the stuff he does. One of the things I want to ask <laughs> you if you could talk about was like the tongue thing. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. That you do. Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering if you could talk about that because that, you always do that when you check out. So him. whenever I go into your office, you always tell me to stick out my tongue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So start from there. Sure. So tongue diagnosis and pulse diagnosis. I'm also feeling your pulse, but right. <laughs> excuse me, it's not just the rate. Uh, there's actually 24 different characteristics that we palpate in oriental medicine. Uh, things that we call weak or soggy or thready or wiry. These are all characteristics that help us understand what's going on with the different organ systems. It's part, it's probably, those are two of the most important parts of our intake actually and so that's why every time that i see you i'm going to feel your pulse and look at your tongue because <clears throat> it's telling me what's going on uh right now but also what's 
happened in the past. <clears throat> Excuse me. The tongue is like a mirror for the organ systems. And so, you know, I'm trying to use my hand here. And so if the, if the tip of the tongue is, uh, if this is the tip of the tongue, then that's the heart and then the lungs and then the spleen and the stomach and the kidneys and the bladder, liver and the gallbladder are represented on the side. So different organ systems manifest different things on the, on the tongue. Um, the fur of the tongue, the coat of the tongue, the color of the tongue, there's so much that is uh, information that helps us understand what's going on from a Chinese medicine's perspective. So it's, it's not just, uh, I have pain here and then we stick a bunch of needles in that area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when, when I get on, I usually uh, am in shorts. I take off my shirt shirts and then mm -hmm. you feel on my back and then you stick a pin. Mm -hmm. How do you know where to stick the pin at? So needle, I should say, needle, yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, couple answers to that question. First of all, these are uh, a system of 12 channels of electromagnetic energy. And they all right. connect to each other. Um, I don't know how they've discovered these channels over the thousands of years that they've been mapping them. But I, I do know an answer to that is, is that the sensitivity of the ancient masters was such that they could feel the flow of this energy with great accuracy, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I know that because I can feel the flow of this energy to a great extent, but not to the extent that they've mapped. So I believe that their level of sensitivity is just a higher level. And so they're able to do that. And <clears throat> there's a lot of speculation with regard to how all that was mapped out. Okay. So I won't go down all those different. Routes. Right. Right. We have, a, we have a map and it's generally agreed upon that this is the map. Okay. Um, these channels and they have many little tributaries that branch off of them there's but there's 12 main channels now with that there's also corresponding points along those channels it's like the channel that i'm pointing to right now this is the first point on the large intestine channel and it comes through here and about here you've got point number four along the large intestine channel this is point number five there are chinese names for these but i'm just going to go by our numbered system because there's a couple of different systems so anyway so this is the flow of this channel along the large intestine channel so certain points along this channel will have a different effect um boy there's just so much to, to go into this but one of the right. systems of oriental medicine that was put together by uh dr richard tan um he's he's regarded in oriental medicine as a wonderful teacher uh, he came up with a phrase called the balance method. Uh, it's kind of the way I got my, the name of my business was balancing point. Uh, because with regard to oriental medicine, you can balance energy out <clears throat> by stimulating at another point along the body. Uh, this particular method called a mirroring image or a balance method is taking for granted that there's a template that is represented in the arm that represents the human body. Let me explain this. So the arm, this portion could be the, the neck, this could be the head, this could be the thoracic area here, this could be the waist, and this could be the, the legs. You understand what I'm saying? This could mm -hmm. be a bottle for the entire yeah. body, okay? Right. You got head, you got neck, thoracic, belly button area, and uh -huh. legs. You can flip that, and this could be the head, and this could be the foot. Okay. okay, it kind of looks like a foot. And so you can use any point on the hand 
to treat the foot, okay? So this is a method called balance method. That <clears throat> if I wanted to treat my neck and I couldn't put, you know, on myself, I couldn't do the points exactly where they need to go, I can treat my neck by doing these points here wow. on my arm and it's going to work that way. Wow. So, yeah. Um, so what we're, you know, you know, how does it work and what, what, what's going on there is we're stimulating electromagnetic currents, these channels that have a very high concentration of hormones and nutrient fluids. And the way that we do that has many different profound answers. <laughs> There's over thousands of years, there have been many styles that have been developed. And the one that I just showed you was coined a balance method by Dr. Richard Tan. And, and within balance method, there's actually five distinct methods that are completely different from each other. Wow. So that was going to lead in my next question. There are different types of acupuncture out there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. There's more than I can name right now. <laughs> okay. But uh, I, I know I know probably about eight different types. Wow. Um, the most... Um, common one that you will find is called traditional Chinese medicine. And that's a, the, the name of traditional Chinese medicine encompasses a certain scope that is standardized within the United States. We have a standardization um, governing body, NCCAOM. And um, they're the ones that maintain the boards, okay. with, you know, the guidelines for the states to create their own board. And so if it says traditional Chinese medicine, <clears throat> that's a particular methodology that actually has several methodologies within it. Do you go and to a lot of conferences? I have. Do uh, you have no. to? Like uh, Dr. Thomas is always going to like continuing education. Do you have to do the same sure. thing? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's, uh, it's, it's just such a wonderful body of, of knowledge because you can, you know, you can take it, in a particular area and just continue to study that for years and years and be fascinated by it. Mm -hmm. So you say you don't know how to do eight different types of acupuncture types. Are you a master in all eight of those? No, I mean, hmm, the word mastery, I mean, it has different. It's so many different yeah. levels. I, yeah. I'm very proficient in each one of those. Okay. To, to use the word mastery we're going back uh, to the whole kung fu thing right? yeah exactly you're, you're mastering it <laughs> uh -huh. yeah yeah but um you know it's good to have several tools you know within your toolbox but um you know i have my own comfort zone and, and okay mm -hmm. things that i like to do so acupuncture is good for everybody yeah now that that being said um, if I see somebody that's going to be served better by a different um, type of practice, like in the medical practice, like Dr. Thomas, I mm -hmm. can simply refer him or run across the, the way. Um, there are times that when I'm questioning what's going on that I, I believe it would be better served, uh, you know, by going um, to get further examination imaging. And right. I've had some people I sent to the emergency room and they, they ended up being there for a few days because of a heart wow. issue. So, wow. um, yeah, we, you, know, we, you don't like to, you know, nobody likes to go to the emergency room, but you know, the, the alternative is usually not a. Mm -hmm. Well, our, our first uh, appointment, you said I had some kidney issues and I was like, uh, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> have any kidney stones. So I was yeah, like, now, now that's, that's the good... first thing that popped in my mind was like, oh my goodness, yeah. I'm going to have bad kidney stones. Those hurt. 
Yeah, well, that's a very good point, though, because when and I don't realize it as much as and I, I don't um, I'm not aware of it as much as I should be when I'm talking about things like that, <clears throat> about, yeah, your kidneys are weak or your um, your spleen energy is weak. When we talk about those things in, in Chinese medicine's terms, <clears throat> it's not like you're going to get kidney stones and it's not like you're going to have a spinectomy wow. or anything like that. I'm in enough pain as it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh my God, now my kidneys are gone. Yeah. So yeah, what we're talking about as far as deficiency or excess, it's, it's the energy level and it is manifesting on a physical biochemical level. <clears throat> but usually by the time that we're looking at it, symptoms have not manifest. In other words, when I, when I see somebody that's got what we would call kidney and spleen sheet deficiency, they're not having, uh, they're nowhere close to manifesting as uh, kidney stones or something like that. Um, we're usually seeing something like, uh, well, their back, they have some dolichy pain in the back, mm. they have frequent urination, they have to get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. These are all what we call kidney cheat deficiency signs. Okay. And so also... 90% of the people that I see have some level of kidney cheat deficiency. It's just part of life. Right. The kidneys are the most important organ system in the, in the body from a Chinese medicine's perspective. The kidneys are the battery of the body. They generate all this electromagnetic current. And so if the kidneys are weak, the whole system of electromagnetic current will become weak and have issues. Everything from high blood pressure to anxiety, to insomnia, low back pain, knee pain, all of these things are, uh, have, what we call kidney chi deficiency on some level, but none of those conditions may manifest as what we would normally think of as a scary thing. Like, Oh, I've got kidney cancer. I've got kidney cancer. Yeah. And so as I'm explaining things, I need to keep that in mind because no, I, it's okay. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this question. I'm sure most people are going to wonder this question. Does insurance pay for acupuncture? Yes. Uh, many insurance policies do have a, um, acupuncture as, some, as something that they will pay for. What I recommend is, is that people uh, call the number on the back of their insurance card and say, hey, do I have acupuncture benefits? And they'll tell you everything that you have. Excuse me. I personally don't take insurance. Um, I actually, the, the amount of money that we charge is about the same as an insurance copay. Right. We charge right. only $30 for acupuncture. That, that was going to um, be my next question. Yeah. The initial consult is also $30. So your first visit is 60, mm -hmm. but it's only $30 for acupuncture thereafter. And um, okay. right. You know. So if somebody wants to book a consultation with you, how can people get a hold of you? So two different ways, uh, balancingpointwellness.com. Mm -hmm. That's balancingpointwellness.com is the easiest way. You go to that website and there's a big red button on there. It says book now. You click on that and it's a very easy uh, thing to step through. Or you can call me. The phone number is at the very top of the page when you go to balancingpointwellness.com. Mm -hmm. It's 407-243. No, excuse me. That's the old one. 407-450-9170. <laughs> Mm -hmm. 407-450-9170 and you're getting busy nowadays like you're yeah i was out this yeah. is this is where i was practicing for almost 20 years uh in the conway area and it's a long story but i uh couldn't practice in this area anymore and i 
went down south near the um, Florida Mall, and most of my patients just said, "Call me when you get back." <laughs> so, because it's a heck of a drive if you live in Lake Mary, and I have patients from Lake Mary or right, oh, yeah, right, Sanford, yeah. and so you know you throw more time on that. That's that's tough. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's been very nice to be back in the area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Briefly explain the story how you came up with your name because that kind of intrigued me. Balancing point. Yeah, balancing point. So um, myself and three other acupuncturists and and a massage therapist all started Balancing Point Wellness 22 years ago, I guess it was. And so um, one of the fellows was, uh, he had been to multiple Richard Tons classes, the the, uh, doctor I was telling you about that coined the phrase Balancing Point. And um, he convinced me to go to one of these seminars as well and i did and i was like man this is so great because it it explains you know what we had been nailing our heads through in books and textbooks it explains it in a very understandable way Mm -hmm. uh that's that's the best thing i can do without trying to give you a background in oriental medicine but it just Mm -hmm. makes everything make sense uh going to this guy and it's it's profound the wisdom that is all around us and just different things and different cultures. Uh, and without going too far into that, that's, uh, that's what I'll go. But anyway, it was so simple um, to help people using acupuncture when you understand them in the concepts that this guy was putting them in. And um, you get to see just how easy it is theoretically to balance the energy out. And if that balances out right, everything else works fine. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that's kind of the concept behind balancing point is, is that when we're balancing things out, energetically speaking, every, all the biochemistry should follow in. Now that's an easier thing said than done, but that's our goal. That's our methodology is we're trying to examine what the, you know, what the imbalances are, what the stagnations are in a specific case, move that energy properly tonify if we need to strengthen it uh there's a lot of dynamics but um we're trying to basically come to a harmonization okay. in mm-hmm. body's energy okay makes sense yeah is there anything else you want to add in this interview oh uh you know what i do want to point to this book right here because i know people will be having you got, questions you gotta lift um, it up in this book by lift Dr. it up higher oh, yeah. okay there we go there we go okay. yeah this is a book by dr yang Dwing ming I taught out of this book when I was teaching at the Florida College of Oriental Medicine's uh, uh, college there for Qigong. It's called The Root of Chinese Qigong. And it explains the dynamics of what this energy does. It gives a history of uh, the Chinese background of Qigong. Uh, Dr. Yang is, uh, he's a physicist by nature. He explains everything in a very objective way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I really like him. So yeah. if you have other questions, you can go to my website, balancingpointwellness.com, or you can go uh, check this book out too. Okay. Very cool. All right. All right. Well, thank Well, one last question. Yeah. Bruce Lee or Jet Lee? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I Bruce Lee definitely would. You talking about who would win the fight? No, I'm just saying, who do you got? Who's your money on? <laughs> Well, if it was a real fight, I'd do. I'd say Bruce Lee. So you must have been a fan of uh, Kung Fu: The Legend Continues. 
David no, Carradine came I didn't, back. I didn't, I didn't ever see that one. You should. It's it's a follow up to the the original, but really? his, he has the son in the temple. Yeah. But the yeah. something happens to them in the temple, like, and then the son disappears and they disappear and they find each other years later. And uh, the son is a cop for uh, the LAPD, and uh-huh. then his dad finds him, and it's David Carradine, and wow. he's he's the kung fu. So okay. you should. It's kung fu. The legend continues. Yeah, I've heard of that. I'll check it out. But, but I, I got I got I got another one for you. This question comes up every once in a while. What is the name of the the movie that Jet Li was in that he used acupuncture to disable his? Uh... I think it was. Um... Oh my goodness, Lethal Weapon. No, it wasn't Lethal Weapon. I can't remember the name of it. We'll save it for next time. Okay. I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, um, what happens is he takes a needle. He 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 is disabling his, uh, you know, the thief or whatever that's trying to get away. He disables them with an acupuncture needle. But at the end, the villain, who deserves to die in a most horrible way, uh, he gently takes an acupuncture needle and places it in the back of this guy's neck in the okay. spine. And people ask me all the time, can that really happen? <laughs> I'm curious, can it? Well, theoretically, I mean, I've never asked anybody, you know, in my in colleagues or anything like that of mine, but in my mind, theoretically, it could happen if you, because that point is a uh, convergence point of all the yang channels. There are yin channels and yang channels. Yang channels okay. govern the actual electromotive force. And so they're more powerful, they're more protective, there's more energy that runs through there. That is a convergence point of all of the yang channels. And so if you have that, you have an effect of a strong energy flow. Okay. In Chinese medicine, blood will follow the flow of the energy. And okay. so if you're moving an immense amount of energy up into an area and not allowing it to circulate, but only come to that area, then technically, theoretically, you could call it you could cause blood to come up to the head and not escape. And so it was escaping out of his wow. eyes and stuff like that. So Wow. I think Sammy looked it up. Um, is it Kiss of the Dragon? Yes, I think one? that's it. Okay. Yeah, I, can't remember I just Googled that. Bruce Lee and acupuncture needle. So. No, it was no. Jetly. Jetly, right. It's yeah. Jetly. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, either okay. way, it figured it out. Google smarter than me. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, is this your one last question? Is this your first radio interview? I've done I've done interviews before. I had one um, on television a long time ago. Okay. Um, but radio, this is my first podcast. Okay, cool. Well, I definitely recommend you to our audience. Definitely look him up. I go see him every week, almost <laughs> now. I believe I do. I have an appointment with you tomorrow. I don't have my calendar in front of me, but well, well let me know. Yeah, yeah. And thank you for joining <laughs> us. Yeah, this is super interesting. Absolutely. Yes. We, we could go Thank on you. and on and on, but yeah, we absolutely. really appreciate this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. absolutely. And if you guys have any more questions for him, let me know and I will get them answered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Until Bye. next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Painful Truth of Living with Chronic Pain with Robbie and Sammy. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.